From our 901 Mission Street studios, you are listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Are you feeling overwhelmed by technology? Do you suffer from a nagging fear of missing out? Join Chronicle Managing Editor Fernando Diaz as he talks to a panel of industry experts about the effects of technology on privacy and ways you can protect yourself. It's Chronicle Chats at Herbst Theater on September 17th. You can purchase tickets at sfchronicle.com slash chats. Welcome to the Datebook Podcast. Welcome, Liba Hertz, movie editor. Thank you so much, Peter Hartlop, pop culture critic. Thank you. Um, we're very formal today. Yes, we are. We are. <laughs> so we're talking about fall movies this year. What do you think of when you think about fall movies? I think about the Oscars, because this is the time of year when most of the movies that are going to be nominated for an Oscar are coming out. So this is the year to go watch these movies. This is the time of year. Uh, you know, I normally agree with you, but I think this year there are a couple Oscar-type movies in there. I think there are more mainstream movies than previous years, including a movie that we fight about during this podcast a little bit, A Star is Born with Bradley Cooper. And Lady Gaga. Tell me something, girl. Do you write songs or anything? I don't sing my own songs. Why? I just don't feel comfortable. Why wouldn't you feel comfortable? Almost every single person has told me they liked the way I sounded, but that they didn't like the way I look. I think you're beautiful. So we're going to talk about that. Bad Reporter's Don Asmussen is here. He sits four feet behind me, and we talk about movies a lot. So um, he's very funny. So I invited him. I think it's going to be a good time. Are you ready to talk some movies? I sure am, and it's going to be the best podcast ever. That is a guarantee from Lieberhertz Movie Editor, Datebook Podcast Fall Movie Preview. Welcome, Liba Hertz and Don Asmussen. Uh, fall Movie Preview on the Datebook Podcast. I am extremely excited about this fall season, I must admit. All right. I'm, I'm pretty excited, too. Don? I'm even more extremely excited. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're all pretty excited. I want to talk about the fall movie preview. Um, we have the fall movie preview and indie preview coming out. Liba, you know this um, information. This Sunday, uh, September 2nd. Or the internet. Or and, the internet. And become a digital subscriber. Right. To datebook.sfchronicle.com. Awesome. We've done our job. Pledge drive. <laughs> Uh, I want to talk about the fall movie preview and get your opinions on some of the movies coming up. But first, I want to look back at summer. And I thought we could all give a little man grade to the summer. Um, I can go first if you want. That's fine. But first, can we like privately cue music from a summer place? Just yes. cue it in your mind. I can just get that frame of mind going. Oh, I give two stars to the summer, basically. <laughs> two stars. I give a little man sitting to the summer. Um, I thought it started okay-ish. Avengers: Infinity War. I liked it all right. Wasn't as good as Black Panther, uh, Deadpool two. I liked it okay. I thought it peaked with Ant Man and the Wasp. Fun movie and Mission Impossible Fallout. Fun movie. 
The Meg was a little bit of a disappointment. I think it should have been rated R. Mm -hmm. Giving it a little bump to a friendly three, which is our way mm -hmm. in the Chronicle of saying a friendly three is like a, a right. little man uh, sitting, but like he's he's pretty close to clapping. Right. Yeah. There, uh, should, there should be a wheezing little man too, wheeze. kind of an asthmatic one. <laughs> we need one between like two and three. Yeah. Um, I would push it up because I thought the indies were great. Sorry yes. to bother you in blind spotting. I mean, they were local, so that was great. But the movies were good. Eighth grade, I loved. Yeah. Good documentaries. RBG. Oh, RBG and and the Mister Rogers documentary. Yeah. So oh, let's fantastic. go to let's go to you, Leba. Your little man. Review uh, of the summer. My, uh, my ma little man review of the summer goes way up because of one movie, and that's Black Klansman. Um, I think it's like one of the best movies ever made. Frankly, um, I think everything Spike Lee did in his joint was absolutely perfect. I, I can't find a flaw in there except I did have one friend who said it was manipulative. I said exactly, it's supposed to be manipulative, but yeah. I just thought that movie was terrific. Other movies I liked. I also liked Blind Spotting a lot, and I liked most of Sorry to Bother You. I loved Ant-Man and the Wasp. There's something about Paul Rudd. I don't know what it is, even though he's a Royals fan, you know. Yeah. I just I just find him so delightful to watch. And I thought they act, I thought it was better than the first one almost in lots of ways. Cool. Um, so I, what's your little man grade? I'd give it like gosh. I'll give it a clapping man. Good. Good. I like it's it. It's like a, it's like you gave a friendly, interested man. I'm kind of like I go. Okay, little clapping man. We're actually just microns away yeah. from each other yeah. between the the. I think the, the I think Black Klansman just threw it over the edge to the clapping man. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Don, your your summer review. My favorite movie was uh, the Mister Rogers documentary, only because I got to see it alone with about three other old men, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, we all just kind of teared up through the whole thing and no one and then one crazy guy came in about halfway through and laughed through the second <laughs> half so that made the movie more surreal for me yeah but uh i enjoyed it because i watched it as a kid that was the movie that mm -hmm. i enjoyed the most because i just thought there would never be a chance a documentary mm -hmm. would be made about him so that alone in itself was enough for me so i gave that i think a th uh, a, a wheezing a okay. wheezing man mm -hmm. all right yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's Did between did you like any of the blockbusters? I know you get to see those movies. When yeah, you can. well, it depends what a blockbuster is, right? The like The Incredibles two was was great and fun, yeah. and uh, and I'm trying to think what's the other big action movie that was out. I didn't see oh, the Ant Man movie. Solo. I liked oh, Solo. Solo. I, I know people I didn't like Solo it. I liked too. Solo I did a too. lot. I thought Solo got a bad rap. I did too. I yep. liked it a lot. I thought I think it was intelligent. I thought there were surprises. I mm -hmm. mean, I expected. I mean, it's not a spoiler alert. I don't think I expected them to kill off one of the lead characters, and they didn't. And it was made sense. Why kill, kill and my, this person off now? My eight-year-old daughter guessed every plot point about two yeah. minutes before yeah. it happened. So, I mean, I was lost in that movie, mm -hmm. and she just kept me on it. Yeah. So I enjoyed it a lot. I, I liked the, kind of the kid, you know. Uh, he came here, by the way. He was right, sitting it, in that seat. Exactly. And then I, and oh, I liked right. – and, and Donald Glover got a bad rap for it. I think it was really good. Yeah. Uh, a little secret. This is the Datebook podcast, mm -hmm. but for mm -hmm. my The Big Event podcast, mm -hmm. um, sometimes with celebrities, when they drink the water bottle, I mm -hmm. keep them. Mm -hmm. It's like a little thing like <laughs> – it's like a <laughs> retirement plan. Well, for, also for the DNA in case yeah, I need murder. Yeah. Right. yeah. So I had Alden Ehrenreich was sitting there, lovely, lovely guest. Um, and smart as a whip, too. Very smart. He loved all the history of the Chronicle. He loved being in the archive. Mm -hmm. But um, I kept his water bottle. And on top of the fact that I thought it was a good movie, 
Um, also, that water bottle mm. isn't going to be worth as much if they don't make more Han Solo. Mm. That's a good point. <laughs> so, yeah. um, anyway. Because that Warren Beatty movie didn't do too well, no. so it's not gonna, you're going to sell for that one. Yeah, yeah. so anyway, empty, half-empty water bottles down here mm-hmm. for him. <laughs> I, I hope he makes a comeback with another mm-hmm. franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to fall movie mm-hmm. preview. And um, I think this is, I, I wrote my mm-hmm. piece. The last couple of years, sort of the mm-hmm. theme has been fall is becoming... Um, winter. It's becoming like an extension of Oscar season. And that was happening more and more through last year. And then this year I got to my fall preview and it looked like more like an extension of summer. Um, There's a lot of films there that seem like they're really mainstream. I know this isn't a reaction to like it last year was such a big uh, blockbuster and it did so well and it got great reviews. The horror movie it, Stephen King. They don't make movies that fast, but I almost felt like they learned from that and they gave us a bunch of movies like that that I think are potential crowd pleasers. What you're saying is that instead of winter is coming, winter is dumbing. Because yes. they're, going in, they're going straight into the Christmas season with no Oscars. Mm-hmm. Winter is dumbing. That yeah. could be a, that's a perfect pink headline. That's a good one. Yeah. But except that, Thank you. I own except that. without giving anything away, the holiday slash winter has like the movie, the movie I most want to see is going to be for the holiday movie preview. Uh, is oh. there a new Ernest Goes to Camp Can you tell us that? Can I? I sure can. I'll give, uh, I'll just maybe throw out a little clue. A Hamilton. Um, was a quiet, was that the quiet movie, whatever? The alien one? No, the, the one where the one, yeah, the alien one where she had to Yeah, where they quiet. can't make any I'm noise. I'm super confused. Emily Blunt, um, A Spoonful of Sugar. Oh, oh Mary Poppins. Yeah, Mary yeah. Poppins. So here's, here's the question. Mm. Um, I don't know because I do one preview at a time. I will do mm, that yeah. preview. So I know nothing about this film. Is it called like Poppins? Or I think they're calling <laughs> it. I think they're calling it's it Mary Poppins, Poppins Return. So it's not a remake. It looks like it's a sequel. Okay, it's uh, like the Winnie the Pooh movie. Yeah, it's I kind guess. of a yeah. secondary I like, story. I, I like that Christopher Robin going back to the fall yeah. right, well, summer movies. That's winter. That's past yeah, our November. Yeah. 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 Not following the rules. Right. right. Hard November eighteenth no, Chris- no, deadline. But the Christopher Robin was the summer. I forgot. That was a sweet little movie. I think these movies look. I mean, uh, can I just go through a few and mm-hmm. then we can talk about them? You can you can jump in. Let's jump in. Starts September fourteenth with the Predator. All right, Predator franchise has been kind of going downhill. They had predators. I didn't know it was uphill. <laughs> <laughs> they had predators a few years ago, and it yeah. was on this. It was kind of a Hunger Games type thing on a space colony. This one is kind of going back to the basics. Shane Black, who was in the original mm-hmm. Predator and did, I think he wrote the first two Lethal Weapon mm-hmm. movies, has a real it, 80s action It's kind of like Chicago mm-hmm. the band. They have one original member from the first <laughs> band. So this is, the Predator is a lot like Chicago 8, mm-hmm. yes. I think. So we have that, and then I want to group that with Halloween, which <laughs> oh, yeah. is, it's called Halloween. It's not and the it's, Halloween, though. No, it's a sequel to the original Halloween doing one of those retcons where they pretend like Halloween 2 through 37 never happened. Mm-hmm. So it's Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. John Carpenter. Right. And he's he's not directing it, but he's like given it his blessing and his scores involved. <laughs> and His um, blessing. Yeah. Yep. So I, I, I think I, I'm grouping that with Predator. Yeah. And then we have not a horror movie, no Predators, no science fiction, but we have A Star is Born. I That's going to be a horror movie. It could be a horror movie. Yeah. No. I mean, I, Bradley Cooper directed and wrote it, so there's yeah. always that And plus problem. it's like the fourth version of a movie that, to me, is like even the ones with the good cast I never liked. Okay. I, did you <laughs> see the trailer? Lady Gaga with Bradley Cooper. I am 
all in after seeing the trailer. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of, do, do you remember the 70s movies like Electric Horseman? Yes. Oh, yeah. Where um, just somebody with really awesome facial hair. The big and, event. Yeah. <laughs> Barbara Streisand movies from the and, 70s. And you Four can, Horsemen was fond in Redford. Wasn't oh yeah. It? yeah, you can tell just like like men with great facial hair on the road, and then Lady Gaga comes in, and there's a romance, and uh, Sam Elliott is involved. Sam Elliott's good. I mean, his must. Hopefully, he has a mustache in this because I, that's when he's at his best. I think this could be like mustachioed Sam Elliott oh, yeah. with Bradley Cooper with a great facial hair. This could end up being like Some a cool little th- would be great. <laughs> mutton chops would be good. This could be a cool little throwback movie. So I'm excited about all three of those movies. Mm. Probably Halloween and A Star is Born more than The Predator. I haven't been the same since Gwyneth Paltrow did that country movie. Remember oh, Country Strong? Country Strong. I have oh. avoided every singer movie ever since then. So I'm hoping this will be a, okay. a, a turn back. So my, the, I have, I uh, think about, well, not counting the indies. Uh, there's uh-huh. a bunch of indies I really do want to see. Let's do the indies at the end. We'll but do I the do, other ones My first. movies are... I'll go backwards a little bit. I am looking forward to Bohemian Rhapsody with Rami Malek, Mr. Robot, as Freddie Mercury. Yes, this one has that, been... That looks... Uh, I, it looks like a music video in the okay. preview, but I, it looks a lot like those uh, AXS, yeah. uh, AXS TV like, mm. documentaries they put out. Mm-hmm. Like, it yeah. has a little bit of that, like... Mm. I feel like it's going to be exciting to watch and probably a terrible story. Well, mm-hmm. setting the, the, the scene mm-hmm. for it, this mm-hmm. thing has been bouncing around forever. Mm-hmm. Sasha Baron Cohn was attached for a long time. Yeah. And now um, Brian Singer? Brian directing? Singer was directing, but then he left it. Okay. But then he left it. Thank you. Yeah. And it's focused around, I believe, the Live Aid 1985 mm-hmm. concert where Freddie Mercury yeah. just came and killed it. Yeah. And that was sort of the beginning of the end for them. Yeah. They did one more tour after yeah. that as a band. So, and, and Rami Malek is such an interesting-looking dude, you know. And, like, Freddie was such a good-looking man. And the and mouthpiece that, they have yeah. for the movie is amazing. Yeah. The buck so, teeth thing. So, as yeah. I said, it's, and then I'm also looking forward to Steve McQueen's movie, The Widows, which also has, I believe, it's based on um, a Gillian Flynn uh, novel and stars Viola Davis. But number one on my list, hands down, is First Man. Okay, it took us like 13 minutes to get to this I, I agree Gosling. with you this is this, this is, is hands down the movie i am dying to see first of all it's ryan gosling and damien chazelle reunited damien oh. chazelle is a director of, of la la land and whiplash which he brings with him great mm-hmm. editing great mm-hmm. cinematography yeah. was and, neil armstrong a, a jazz pianist <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know what then, the plot. then to top it off i am such an astronaut geek yeah. I mean, ask me who the original Mercury astronauts are. I can name them in the order of their flights. Mm. And the Apollo missions, I pretty much can go through most of them. You know, it's Apollo 11. I can tell you about Apollo 10, 9, 12, 13, 14, They're like the 15. Chicago albums in a way. I know. They're yeah. just so great. And I mean, I don't know if you guys knew it, but but one of the things that I, I assume they'll show in the movie is Buzz Aldrin thought he was going to be the first man on the moon. Yeah. Because the way it's, it's set up is, I guess, as the pilot, he's supposedly by the door, but they felt that Neil Armstrong, the old American boy, just, just, just and also his, he was such a quiet, you know, humble kind of man, supposedly, that he, they said, no, we want this guy to do it. <laughs> Peter, you know that the, uh, the, those missions, Apollo 1, Apollo 2, mm-hmm. Apollo, uh, I think they were like Chicago, and they named Apollo 9, actually, uh, mm-hmm. 
hot streets. <laughs> Did you know that? <laughs> that is a deep, that's a little known, okay. deep, deep, deep Peter Chicago okay. pop yeah. culture yeah. reference. Yeah. There. At this point, Don and Peter are going to throw something at me. But what university has a flag on? Has a plaque on the moon? Okay, it's Michigan, but we're not going to do a Michigan detour. But I'm M- sure it's Michigan. It's Michigan because, 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 Michigan. because Michigan. Apollo 15. Yeah. All three. Yeah. All three. Okay. I I want to say too about this i'm super excited i i think uh damien chazelle and then his his film editor is tom cross and i just remember with whiplash he made these like drumming sequence who knows how good of a drummer miles teller is he made them those two made those sequences look like like marathon action sequences amazing they were so well paced so i can only imagine what they're going to be able to do imagine if space travel imagine if he had edited the mr rogers documentary (laughs) that probably would have had a better rhythm to it probably would have been faster how about rbg yeah yeah man that could have been so what are you excited about don looking at this list my, I'm most excited? Well, you know, it's weird. Uh, I'm excited about... You don't have to be excited. <laughs> I'm not excited about much. You could be much, angry about but, uh, something <laughs> if you'd rather. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm kind of excited for bad reasons, like uh, how bad I, I expect things will be. I mean, Predator, just because it's called The Predator, I already don't trust it. They're putting <laughs> The in front of it. They're trying to make it sound more important. Yeah. Uh, I think they should call all the movies The Venom, The First Man. I mean, why not, right? It might give you more Oscar cred. Yeah. But uh, I'm probably most excited to see First Man just so I can make fun of Ryan Gosling for two hours, no matter how good it is. Yeah. And then uh, I want to see Halloween because of how many sequels it skips. I love any, I mean, they tried to do it with Alien too. I love it when they reboot things and say, well, we like that one and that one, and then we'll leave out these eight in between. Like, I think, remember the Ernest Goes to Camp movies? Yeah. They should, I think they did that with those too. They skipped a bunch. So I'm hoping uh, that it'll be fun to see what they leave out and what they retcon and all that stuff. Uh, I, I want to just mention a few others just so we have everything covered. Um, actually, we should talk about Venom because mm-hmm. out October 5th and was shot in San Francisco it was shot in San a little Francisco. bit, a yeah. lot. A little yeah, bit was, local, right? He, Tom Hardy was here. I know that. Um, we won't go into details, but uh, the Chronicle was not allowed on set. Uh, what? So, <laughs> so just FYI. But yeah. I'm just saying that But it was filmed here. We knew it was. It, I think a lot of it was filmed here. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of CGI, so. Yeah. So. I, ever since uh, X-Men 3 was mm-hmm. the one where they had a guy take two plate shots, mm. which is like, mm. you know, you're up in a helicopter yeah. and you yeah. you take a couple of pictures of the Golden Gate Bridge and they did the rest of San Francisco, I think in mm. Vancouver. Uh, yeah. Right. Um, I don't think they did that with Venom, but I think it's more like yeah. those planet Z- Zodiac, remember they created the newsroom in a post office but in Zodiac LA, right? shot here a yeah. lot. Right. They did I, shoot enough. I, I think yeah. Venom was kind of like the Planet yeah. of the Apes movies where they kind of come here for a few days and then they shoot a lot of plate shots. And well, I, I, didn't know, I didn't know Ant-Man, which was also shot here. I remember that watching the movie and I go, we don't have any scenes of San Francisco. This looks like L.A. or something else. And we finally were able to get. I think we got the bay. Yeah. And I, I don't even think we got a bridge scene. We got the. We got them. You know. We got that scene in the bay with the. You know when. Every, with the ferries. With the ferries. Yeah. Really that was about it. But yeah. I think a lot of those. All you scenes, have to do is throw in a scene of someone waiting on Polk Street for the bus. <laughs> that's, <laughs> all, yeah. that's, that's all you have to do. Um, so Venom is October fifth, and then the, the last one we need to mention. I mean, I got to be honest. I'm not a huge Harry Potter guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I reviewed the first mm. Fantastic Beasts film. I thought it was fine. The new one is Fantastic Beasts, Crimes of Grindelwald. Yeah. November 16th. I, 
I saw the first one with my daughter, and I remember I didn't realize Johnny Depp was going to show up like in the last scene of the movie. I was totally shocked that the bad guy turned into him. So I see he's in the new one. I guess yeah. he's the well, big bad. Well, to me, it's, I I really like Eddie Redmayne, but I for some reason just you know I like the Harry Potter franchise. I think one of the reasons is I never read a Harry Potter book, and I didn't. So I sort of went through the whole thing watching and didn't know what was happening, and there was some great acting. I found it kind of dull. I think it, it took place almost all in New York, and it was this wizardized New York. This one, clearly, they're heading back to some more kind of familiar locales. So I just, I'm not that thrilled. I mean, I'm not super excited about it, but I need to mention it because it's probably going to make more money than these other films. Unless A Star is Born, everybody agrees with me and just sees it over and over and over. I think Star is Born and Venom will probably do well. Yeah. Although it is DC, it's not Marvel. So that's what I kind of picked out as sort of the big girl. Mm-hmm. Girl on the spider webs, another one. It's oh, I'm a, looking forward to that. Yeah, I thought the trailer looked good. But, yeah, those, um, are, those are always fun movies, even if they're you know they either can be really excellent or really fun. Usually. It's a girl with a dragon tattoo sequel, right. but with different. But no Fincher. No Fincher, yep. and the the it's all and been recast cast, right? from yeah. the yeah. one that came out a few years and ago. I like the one that came out a few with years with Daniel ago. Craig and Rooney yeah. Mara. And then I like, of course, I like the uh, the Swedish ones as well. So it'll be about as good as the uh, as the Predator sequel, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, any others sort of in the also Rans Liba or Don that that jumped out at you? Uh, well, I, I think I think I told you Widows was one. Um, How about Serenity? The one with Anna Hath- uh, Anne Hathaway? Oh, that looks weird. That I, looks like an 80s Rob Lowe film, doesn't it? Yes, I mean, it has a little does. bit of that kind of low-budget Cinemax. They used to shoot those things in, uh, remember Silk Stockings in San yeah. Diego? Oh. It looks like one of the Silk Stockings episode, like, pushed to two hours. I, that's my opinion. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm actually kind of looking forward to House with a Clock in Its Walls with Jack Black and Cate Blanchett as warlocks. And also Bad Times at the El Royale, which was filmed in Lake Tahoe and stars Madman John Hamm and... Uh, and everyone, and everyone, everyone is in oh. that. And it just sounds like a lot of fun. I think it's important uh, also to mention that in, uh, I think in uh, the Bradley Cooper movie, mm-hmm. I think uh, Lucas Haas appears. And I always, oh. I go oh. to every man-child Lucas Haas movie ever released. I just mm-hmm. follow his career ever since Witness mm-hmm. because I just want to see <laughs> how much taller and skinnier he's <laughs> Scary. It's nice to see him grow up. Yeah. A um, couple others, uh, you know, Suspiria, I think that's interesting. The remake, I know. Remake of... Uh, Dario Argento, am I yeah. pronouncing yep. that right? And his daughter's in a lot of trouble right yeah. now. Yeah, Goblin is not doing the soundtrack, but I, I, no? I, I'm excited for that. There's a Dr. <laughs> Seuss Grinch movie coming out that I just don't care about. I'm sorry. Yeah. And Overlord, J.J. Abrams producing a war horror film where American paratroopers drop down and then there's some experimental beast that they have I, to fight. I, I don't know. Nazis and experimental beast. I, I don't mind this plot line, except calling it Overlord could be the most misleading title of all time if you're a world war ii buff overlord was the name of the mission for d-day okay i mean that was it it was operation overlord so you think this movie is going to be a world war ii movie it's going to be a cloverfield film it's all faking out yeah you think it's going to be like almost like you know biopic and you know you're going to see you know you're going to see the invasion of normandy which is you know and but then you read then you kept reading on you go what it's a genre (laughs) it's a mishmash right it's like one of those kind of i guess All right. Well, if I if I'm not reviewing it, I'm probably going to see it. Indies. Pick out an indie or two. Oh, I have Beautiful I, I, Boy, October nineteenth. It stars uh, Timothy Chalamet and Steve Carell, based on a true story that takes place in the Bay Area about a father dealing with his son's addiction problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going it's going to be a Toronto Film Festival coming up, and maybe some other festivals that I'm not allowed to mention. 
What's that indie where the uh, the director is the guy that made that show where everyone cries? Oh, Life, Life itself. itself. It's oh, by the Dan Fogelman who did This Is Us. Yeah, the This Is Us show where I'm everyone cries all the time. To its way. And then Love Gilda, the documentary. I've seen a couple of the documentaries already. I highly recommend Love Gilda and Science Fair. Uh-huh. Uh, really both terrific documentaries. That uh, Gilda is opening on, um, I have to look at these dates, on September 21st, coming up real soon. And a science fair is opening September 28th. And both are terrific. And the other movie of the independence um, is Can You Ever Forgive Me? And it's a, it's a drama with some comedic elements. I'm going to give you the end. It's, it's about this woman named Lee Israel, who was a celebrity biographer who ran into trouble. So she started to forge and sell letters that she claimed were written by celebrities it's to Melissa make money. McCarthy, yeah. I was, that was Melissa McCarthy in a dramatic role. Yeah. Uh, so right. I'm very curious to see. I've seen a copy of Coming Attraction, and it looks very... She almost looks like Alex Bordstein, if you know Alex Bordstein. Yeah. She's in Happy Time Murders, too, right? I just reviewed that, and I did not <laughs> like it. No, it's terrible. No. Is, it, is it, it just dumb? It, it's yeah. funny for 10 minutes for the shock value, and then they had nothing else. They had no So it's not like play. the Feebles movie by... Uh, no. No, no, no. That's too bad. All right. Well, I... I appreciate you guys coming in. Uh, fall movie preview. Let's do this again for winter. Absolutely, because and we'll, can, we all or can maybe ch- just whenever the weather changes. And we can <laughs> all dr- we can all dress up in our favorite Mary Poppins character. Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe that could be the bird lady. <laughs> so www.sfchronicle.com. We have our movie previews there. If you do not get the paper. And what and about datebook.sfchronicle.com? Yes, thank you. We're covering all our bases. Liba, Don, thank you for coming. This is Datebook Podcast. Thanks, everyone. You are listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Thank you to Lieber Hertz and Don Asmussen. Our producer today is Peter Hartlob. Executive producer is Fernando Diaz, and our editor-in-chief is Audrey Cooper. Our music is Mozart's Symphony 40 in G minor by Blue Dot Sessions. Read our columns and subscribe to the Chronicle at www.sfchronicle.com. San Francisco Chronicle podcasts are on Apple Podcasts and other streaming services. Listen at www.sfchronicle.com slash podcasts with an S.